Amen. We're going to be in the book of Galatians quite a bit tonight, um, and specifically Galatians 5. And if you're not familiar with Galatians 5, it is chock full of the Holy Spirit. I'm talking about reference after reference after reference of the Spirit of God, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. So, um, so it's an exciting place to be tonight. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and jump into Galatians 5.1. The book of Galatians starts this way. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery. Through Christ Jesus, we have been given a life of freedom and we need to be living in that gift. Freedom is a gift given to us. It's ours. Are we living in it and are we living in it to the fullest? Paul's letter to the Corinthian, or I'm sorry, the Galatian believers stresses a crucial theme. Liberty in Christ through the Holy Spirit. Freedom in Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was given to us to empower us to live in this freedom. As you would expect for someone who is described as the helper and the teacher, someone who empowers. The Holy Spirit has given us many gifts to allow us to live victoriously, to live powerfully, to live victoriously a whole while walking in freedom. In fact, He even gives us gifts and groups of gifts. Over the next handful of weeks, we're going to be talking about those groups of gifts, specifically two major groups of gifts that we have been given in order to live life in victory, in order to live life in liberty. Through the Holy Spirit, God has given us gifts to live our lives with a demonstration of love that changes lives. With a demonstration of power mixed with that love that would seem to contradict the things of this world, and it does. To minister in boldness. The word bold, when we talk about the Holy Spirit giving us boldness to be witnesses, that word is confident and courageous. Confident and courageous. How many of us want confident and courageous ministries? How many of us want to be confident and courageous ministers? But when we minister, we know whose name we are speaking in, and we know the results are going to come. Now, we're not always certain of the timing of it, but we know who our God is, and so we're confident and we're courageous. But yet, the whole time, while we're speaking the truth, we're doing so in love. Because the Holy Spirit has given us such awesome gifts. We will see that these gifts, they carry encouraging proof. Proof to us and proof to the world. Proof to us. These encouraging gifts give us proof that, that the Holy Spirit is at work in our lives and that we are not the same person. That we are growing. We are being changed. We look more and more like our Father. That's encouraging. We need that. We need to look and go, I am not the same man. I am not the same woman. My life is yielded and surrendered in desperate need of the Holy Spirit. And I am not the same. I am growing in Him. The world needs to see that. The world needs to see. If they haven't 
you know, if they haven't seen us in a while, and we see somebody, the world needs to go, you are different. You have grown. Man, that's, that's great to see. But the world also needs to see power demonstrated through love, which we have through these gifts of the Holy Spirit. The world needs to see power, but not at the expense of love. Everyone wants to be healthy. There are countless industries, billions of dollars spent to prove that everyone wants to be healthy. Physically, I want to be fit. I want to be strong. I want to be tan. I want calf implants. I want my dog to be strong and healthy. I, you know, I want to be uh, emotionally strong, mentally strong. I want to be healthy and whole in all areas. But what lasting effect do these processes and these products have on people's lives? The gifts of the Spirit bring freedom and wholeness and they have lasting effects on our lives and the lives of the people that we touch. Lasting effects. Not some temporal need being met. The two groups of the gifts of the Holy Spirit that we're going to teach on, that we're going to focus on over the next handful of weeks are these. Life gifts and power gifts. Life gifts and power gifts. Life gifts, we know them as the fruit of the Spirit. But friends, they are gifts and they are fruit. And power gifts, we know these as the gifts of the Spirit. Life gifts. Galatians 5, verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, or faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. That's life gifts. Power gifts. 1 Corinthians 12, 8-11. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, and to another the word of knowledge according to the same Spirit, and to another faith by the same Spirit, and to another gifts of healing by the one Spirit and to another the effecting of miracles, and to another prophecy, and to another the distinguishing of spirits, and to another various kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each individually just as He wills. I said it before. We don't often consider the fruit of the Spirit gifts but they are. We just read that passage about the, the gifts of the Spirit, the power gifts in 1 Corinthians 12. I read 8-11. through 11. Let's continue in that chapter. So let's jump down to verse 30. As Paul continues to talk about gifts, let's see what he says. 1 Corinthians 12, 30. All do not have gifts of healings, do they? All do not speak in tongues, do they? All do not interpret, do they? But earnestly desire the greater, what? Gifts. And I will show you a still more excellent way. This ends chapter 12. But I've said it before and I'll say it again. This is one of those instances where I wish that, that chapter 13 and chapter 12 were included because Paul does not change his theme. 
Chapter 12 ends with Paul saying, now I will show you a more, uh, a greater way. A more excellent way. And then, in 1 Corinthians 13, he stays on track and he starts talking about love. And he continues to talk about love all throughout the chapter, so much so that 1 Corinthians 13 is referred to as what? The love chapter. Who said love? Someone put like a little soul into it. The love chapter. The love chapter. Let's jump down. So we're in 1 Corinthians 13. Paul is still on gifts. Let's jump down to verse 8. Notice how he ties this in with how he ended chapter 12, okay? So verse 8, love never fails. But if there are gifts of prophecy, they will be done away. If there are tongues, they will cease. If there is knowledge, it will be done away. Down to verse 13. But now, faith, hope, love, abide these three. But the greatest of these is what? Love. But desire, earnestly desire the greater gifts. The greater gifts. But what could be greater than a powerful demonstration of the Holy Spirit's power? Love. What could be greater than me just prophesying left and right and, and healing and seeing people come out of wheelchairs? Love, according to the Word of God. What could be better than, than the freedom and the building up I have in praying in tongues and the communion I have with the Lord as a result of it? Love. And he calls them the great, the greater gifts. Demonstrating the love of God by walking a life of genuine love, peace, joy, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. In order to have the fruit of the Spirit manifest in our lives, visible to all the world, to show that Christ is alive in us, that Christ is changing us, that Christ is growing us. We must receive the truth of and walk in these life gifts of the Spirit. All the gifts of the Spirit, honestly. But tonight I'm focusing on these life gifts. Tonight I'm focusing on the fruit of the Spirit. We will spend time, we will spend weeks on the gifts of the Spirit, the power gifts. Tonight is an intro into these life gifts. To live our lives in victorious freedom in Christ Jesus. These fruits of the Spirit are the things that should be manifest in our life that enable us to walk in victory. Just walk in victory, friends. But I'm totally in bondage. Well, just walk in victory, buddy. Just walk in victory. How? How do I walk in victory? We need the hows. We need the hows. How do I walk in victory? How do I even know what victory is? The freedom of the Holy Spirit guides us into truth of what victory is. Living outside the bondage of sin? Freedom. Victory. But how do we walk that out? We have been given gifts. Life gifts are given to us by God to empower us to live an abundant life. The fruit of the Spirit, these life gifts have been given to us to empower us 
to have an abundant life, to live it out. John 10.10 says this, The thief only comes to steal and kill and destroy. I, Jesus, came that they may have life and have it abundantly. When it comes to having more life, has anybody felt this way? Like, no, no thank you. Thank you, no. No, I'm good with the amount of life I have. No more wanted, no more needed. I've got all I can handle. Thank you, thank you, no. That's not life abundant. God doesn't want us to continue living our par for the course lives with more of it. He wants us living with the powerful guidance of the Holy Spirit in our lives. A better life, a superior life, a better than life. What's the definition of the Greek word for abundantly? It's perisos, which means superior, extraordinary, more remarkable, more excellent. More excellent. Huh. I've heard that somewhere before. Maybe it's something about a more excellent way. I don't know. God wants us living this life of abundance, a more excellent way. A more excellent way. Sometimes when we lack maturity, we, we apply a verse like, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. We might apply it to something like, God wants me to have this bigger home because he wants me to have life more abundantly. No, that's not what it's saying. God wants me to have this car, this Mustang convertible, which I would love to have because he wants me to have life more abundantly. No, that's not what it is. The abundant life that that Jesus desires for us is through the Holy Spirit. So how do we live this more superior, this more remarkable life in Christ? We live it through the life gifts and the power gifts of the Holy Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit, they they originate where? The the fruit of the Spirit, where where do they originate from? Do they originate in the the midst of our good works? Do they originate in in the midst of our great efforts? The fruit of the Spirit originates in the Spirit of God. How do we walk them out? Empowered by Him. They originate with Him. They're empowered by Him. We just have to walk it out. What are you doing right now? I'm walking. I'm walking it out. What are you doing right now? I'm walking. I'm walking it out. No, friends, we've got to walk it out. There's action to it. But it doesn't originate within us. There doesn't come power from our faithfulness in walking these things out. The power comes by the Holy Spirit and utter dependence by Him. And we are encouraged that the Holy Spirit, in our walking it out, He is at work in our lives, and we live life with acts of love. Let's look at verse 5 of Galatians 5. For we, through the Spirit, by faith, are waiting for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything, but faith working 
through love. Abundant Christian living is not only a life of faith, but it is a life in and through the Spirit of God. And the Holy Spirit who lives in us is also living through us. And the Holy Spirit in us produces loving works through us. It happens that way. That's that's one of the signs we can look at and say, I am growing. I am not the same person. There are acts of love coming through me. I want to point out a crucial truth when it comes to freedom. Verse 13, still in Galatians 5, says this, For you were called to freedom. You were called to freedom. Brethren, only do not turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. What an interesting phrase. Called to freedom. This is not a case that we were just given freedom. We were called to it. Why would it use that? Because Christ is freedom and we were called to Him. Christ is freedom and we were drawn to Him through the power of the Holy Spirit. In Christ, we do not find freedom to sin. In Christ, we find freedom from sin. Christian freedom is freedom from sin, not freedom to sin. People read passages like, oh my gosh, now people are just going to live recklessly and have a sloppy agape and because there's grace. No, friends, not when we've got a revelation of who our God is and not when we've given the Holy Spirit reign in our life. No, no, it doesn't work that way. Christian freedom, Christian freedom is an unrestricted access to God. Not an unrestricted freedom to abuse grace in our own selfishness. So this is what we struggle against. This is what we struggle against. Flesh. Self-centeredness and selfishness. If only there were something to overcome. Flesh. If only there were some tool to conquer selfishness. Dun, dun, dun. If only. Friends, we've been given it. When Jesus says it's better that I go away so that the Holy Spirit will be sent, we've been given it, friends. We've been given the tools. We've been given the weapons. We've been given the gifts to walk victorious and to conquer the flesh. Our helper. That's what the Holy Spirit's called, right? Our helper gives us gifts. The main emphasis of the second half of the letter to the Galatians is that in Christ, life is liberty. Life is not bondage, but life is freedom. We were in bondage under the curse of the law. We were in bondage. We were bound to it. But Christ set us free from it. I want to say something radical. Only the Holy Spirit can truly keep us free. We've been set free by Jesus Christ, but only the Holy Spirit can truly keep us free. This this selection, this, this group of passage from Galatians in which Paul conveys this theme of liberty and freedom, full of the Holy Spirit, 
You can't, you can't go two or three verses without mention of the Holy Spirit. As a matter of fact, the Holy Spirit is mentioned seven times by name in verses 16 through 23. He is presented as our sanctifier who alone can oppose and subdue our flesh in verses 16 and 17. He is presented as our helper who enables us to fulfill the law so that we are delivered from its harsh dominion in verse 18. Let me read those passages. Galatians 5, 16 through 19. But I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. For the flesh sets its desires against the Spirit and the Spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another so that you may not do the things that you please. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, uh, sensuality, and he goes on to name more. Then we jump down to verse 22. And the Holy Spirit is presented to us as the giver of life who causes the fruit of righteousness to grow in our lives. Verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh. I love this, by the way, because... Other times in the Word of God, when it talks about our flesh and crucified, it talks about that we are crucified with Christ. Here it says that those who are in Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh. Friends, it's a work of agreement. Us walking out our lives in faith and in strength of the Holy Spirit, it's a work of agreement. It says here, we crucify the flesh. That's a powerful thing. And that is not about works. That is not about works. That is about fulfilling a fulfilling love that wants to please God. It's not about obedience to a set of rules. That's what the law was. It is about obedience because I love Him and I can't help myself. Not because I fear punishment. Not because I want all gold stars because I'm so... I'm so process-oriented. No. It's about I love God and I want to please Him. So I obey. No one makes me. I do it because I love Him. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. The only way that we can truly experience Christian liberty is through the Holy Spirit. Friends, read this passage all over again and tell me if you come up with another conclusion, because I don't. True, it is Christ who sets us free. Christ set us free. But without the continuing, empowering, sanctifying work of of the Holy Spirit, our liberty, it often deteriorates into sin. It often turns to sin. We need the Holy Spirit walking with us. We need the Comforter. We, we need the Helper. We need the One who, who helps us walk out this, this work of sanctification of our salvation. Let's read that last verse again. Verse 25. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. 
This word walk, the exact translation of this usage of walk is to keep in step with the Spirit. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. This word for walk, it's a military cadence. Keep in step. Keep in step. A military cadence, a stride. This encourages me so much. You know why? Because we can be taught cadence. We can be taught to walk in step with Him. We can learn it. We can learn it. If it's hard for us, we can learn to walk. Why? Because we've got a helper. We've got a phenomenal helper. How can I learn to stay in step with the Spirit? How can I learn to walk in cadence with the Holy Spirit? Through the believing and the receiving and the embracing and the walking out of these life gifts. Through letting there be proof to the power of God manifest in our life. We look to God with love, joy, and peace. We look to minister to our fellow man with patience, kindness, and goodness. We look inward and we examine our lives. And we're encouraged by faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Through the help of the Holy Spirit, I can learn to walk in these things. I can learn to walk in these gifts. And you know what? As I learn to walk in these life gifts, gifts there to enhance my life, guess what? My marriage becomes better. My marriage becomes better because I walk in love, because I walk in kindness, because I walk in faithfulness. My parenting becomes so much better when I walk in these life gifts, when I walk learning to walk in stride with the Lord. My parenting becomes better because I walk in peace and patience and gentleness. My bold ministry, my walking in the things that God has given me the thrill and the honor of, of sharing in His ministry, and so now I get to walk it out in loving boldness, becomes so much more effective because I receive and I give and I walk in joy and goodness and self-control. Through the hope, the help of the Holy Spirit, we can learn to walk in these things. Friends, through the help of the Holy Spirit, we need to walk through these things. It's, it's an amazing thing. It's gift and it's fruit. It's gift and it's fruit. It's gift given to us, not of our own strength and power, but we just got to walk it out with Him in agreement. It's gift. It's there at our disposal. It's there. It's beyond us. How many of you guys, those, those nine fruits I read are beyond us sometimes? You're like, that's beyond me. Right now, self-control is beyond me. Right now, gentleness is beyond me. It's not beyond Him. It is not beyond Him. So if we yield to Him and we go, Lord, I don't feel very gentle right now, but I yield to You. And I ask Holy Spirit right now that You would teach me to walk in stride with You so I can walk in gentleness. And then, Lord, I ask that I would be able to look and see the fruit of that in my life based on how I handle this situation and this day and tomorrow and the next as we walk it out. Through the help of the Holy Spirit, I can learn to walk in these gifts. And the fruit of all these traits 
of our Holy Spirit will also become the fruit by which our lives are defined. How awesome is that? As we walk with Him, these become the fruit by which our lives are distinguished and defined. And in that, we can be encouraged. And in that, our God can be glorified as people look and say, there's something different. And hopefully they say, I want it. How many people want these life gifts so that you can live a life of freedom from sin and victorious power as sons of God? How many people want these things? Raise your hand. Okay, here's the good news. The bad news is not everyone wants it, but the good news is that if you're a believer, you've already got it. You know, instead of this, it's this. If you're a believer, you've already got it. It's already been given to you. It's been given to you by the person of the Holy Spirit. If you are a believer, they're there. Walk in step with Him. If you've never placed your belief and your trust in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, here's the honest truth. These gifts have not been made available to you. If you have not trusted your life with Jesus Christ, these nine gifts, love, peace, joy, gentleness, self they've not been made available to you. They've not. You might be familiar with the words. You might know the words and you might have a, a semblance of it. But if you haven't trusted your life in Jesus Christ, these things have not been made available to you because they're gifts for those who believe. We, but the good news is what? The good news is, right now at this moment, you can align your heart with God and say, I believe. I turn from my sin. I repent. And I receive your forgiveness and your salvation and your Holy Spirit. If you don't know Him, then trust Him with your life today. Right there where you are, trust Him with your life. If you are a believer, but maybe you've had a tough time trusting Him. Just reaffirm that commitment in your heart and trust Him because He is good and only good. He gives us love. He gives us joy, peace, gentleness, faithfulness. Along with so many awesome gifts. Along with the power gifts so that we can have an abundant life, so that we can have a more superior life, so that we can have a more excellent way. Let's walk. Let's walk. Teachable. Learning to walk in cadence and step and stride with Him. Let's pray.